First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock a out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, and welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast, pod of the everyman. I'm Jordan, here with my co-host Drew. Drew. How's it going, bro? What's up, senor? Oh, man. Not you like that? Good. Yeah, good one. Good comeback. You like um, that, bro? Yeah, had a, had a great night out with some clients. I got some wine in me. These beers are going to hit super fast. Um, let's get ready for the two brew salute right off the bat. And we have a special guest, Teddy Rapantis, with us. Teddy, you got a beer ready, bro. I got a beer ready, and it's great to be back on here. Yes. yes. Crack Can't that wait. truly open, Ted. <laughs> no right. truly's over here. Two brew salute. Let's assume positions. Three, two, one. All right. I got some uh, Trogues Field Study IPA, 6%. I remember liking this before. Let's see how it is. Oh, yeah. That hits the loins. Um, Teddy, what do you got? Old Reliable. El Segundo Broken Skull IPA. Oh, the always, beer that's sweeping always, the nation. Always crushing it. Yes, sir. Drewbert, what you got? I got a Kona Brewing Company Big Wave Golden Ale. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, first topic here in Beer One, uh, the boxing weekend that was not a lot, but we did have uh, Floyd Mayweather fought one of those Paul YouTube brothers. Um, which is why we asked Teddy to come on. Teddy, Teddy spent the money on this. Um, he did. So, uh, Ted, I did. Uh, you know, uh, first question is, do you regret spending the 50 bucks on this? I will say yes. The only good part was I had three friends come over. We had talked about this for some time, and we said, hey, let's, let's split the money on this thing. And it wasn't that bad considering we had to split it four ways. If I had to do it again... I would not do it again. <laughs> Even for the 12 bucks or whatever? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, so what? So my question is, what were you expecting uh, to have? Like, uh, of the fight, of the night, kind of, what What didn't meet your expectations? I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, but what did not meet your expectations? The, listen, I didn't expect Logan Paul to come in here and, and have, and look like he had a shot against Floyd Mayweather. I think it was more of, how did this guy even end up getting this matchup with, with Floyd. <laughs> and, and I just wanted to see somebody get knocked out. I'm not a big fan of these Paul guys. They think that they run the boxing world now. So I really just wanted to see a knockout. That's really what I was paying the money for. Yep. I wanted to see somebody get knocked out. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's that's uh, good stuff. I think, I think you represent what most people thought. Um, I, earlier, I think it was earlier in the day, I had tweeted at you um, – that and maybe it was a text I don't remember, but I said, um, "Hey, I I thought it was going to go the distance because, I, just Floyd really had no incentive to put himself in striking range. Now, from what I saw highlights of, it looks like there was plenty of striking range, plenty of holding, but it looked kind of just looked sloppy. It looked like Floyd played a lot of defense. I I just didn't think Floyd had, really had an incentive to put himself in the strike zone." Looking at the statistics, it looked like Floyd won, but visually it looks like maybe Paul was the aggressor. Um, 
Does that kind of make sense from what you saw, Ted? Ted? Yeah, I will say early on, the first three, four rounds, it seemed like Paul came out and he was going to make a statement. He was going to come at him as hard as he could. He was throwing shots. He was being aggressive. And you could just see the size disparity between the two guys. Yeah, that was 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 nuts. the, The Visually, that was the big thing for me. And I was like, I've never seen Floyd fight a guy this size. So that that kind of was intriguing to me. I wanted to see if Logan could somehow get in there and get a knockout. But yeah. as the fight wore on, you know, Floyd just played his game, defense, evasiveness, and Logan got tired real quick Yeah, by the middle of the fight. That's kind of exactly what I expected. I, I thought that, you know, if you wanted to pay the 50 bucks, the novelty of it was, one, uh, yes, the, the size disparity, you'd never see that. Like, that's not – there's a reason why that's not allowed to happen. And number two, in a fight ver- with an amateur versus a professional, would that size difference, like, m- like close the gap? And exactly. I didn't expect it to. But if if you wanted to pay the 50 bucks to see if it would, I thought, you know, hey, go ahead and do it. I thought – you know, I, I didn't think that anybody should tune in thinking – one is going to be a great fight or there's going to be these awesome knockouts or anything like that. But if you wanted to see kind of, like I said, the, the, the size disparity and how it played out, I thought maybe that, that might be worth it. If you were that intrigued by that, um, now you guys, uh, Jay, I think you sent me like six different views of this and Teddy, I think you saw one. Do, do we think that Floyd actually saved him from getting, getting no, knocked out? No, no. Uh, after I saw multiple views, no, I don't. Okay. Watching it live, uh, I did, it, it did not. That's not what I saw when it happened live. I just thought, okay. hey, he was just trying to go into him a little bit. And for anyone listening, what I'm talking about, there was a shot. Uh, maybe it was the fourth round where Floyd just caught Paul, and it looked like Paul was going to fall to the mat, and it looked like Floyd was hugging him and keeping him up, and like shook him to get his like wits back about him. But yeah. that didn't. But we don't. We you guys don't think that. Happened. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, don't I think. think so. I think when you slow-mo anything, it looks like things look worse than they are. Yeah. Um, and I think that was just kind of the case there. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, um, yeah, so really, um, on that note, um, I, I don't want to break down the fight anymore unless, Teddy, you wanted to add anything that you saw live. Well, yeah, I, well, before you even get to any of that, Teddy, what was the, what was the, the bomb that you got today in your, uh, your email? <laughs> Yeah, so I got an email from uh, earlier today from Showtime, and it said, uh, due to the technical difficulties that many experienced during this pay-per-view, and it did not live up to their normal standards, we are all getting a free, uh, we're all getting a refund on this pay-per-view. So in 10 business days, I will have my $50 back. How about that? There you that? go. There you How go. How about that? So, so at the end of the day, I got to watch this fight for free. I'm okay with that. Would I watch it again, even for free? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so I wonder that's I wonder how that's gonna that's gonna impact uh, Floyd's pay per view money. Well, I wonder what if he does another one of these now? Right? Oh, that's that, a good point. Yeah, and that, just a couple notes I was gonna say. Yeah, going into the fight, I think Paul was making 250k flat fee. Mayweather was 10 million up front, and then he was gonna get 50 percent or whatever the pay per view buys where Floyd was, and 10 percent was gonna go to Logan. So I don't know how that's gonna work out now, and. Pretty much, yeah, we don't have to break this down. The only Some notes I took was that I think it, it felt like Floyd Mayweather's entrance was longer than the fight. It was about nine <laughs> hours. He had a couple of guys coming out, wrap him out. Two, two he, had to, uh, he had to try to one-up Canelo. Exactly. And, and like we said, early on, it was a feeling out process. 
By round five, it seemed like Logan Paul had gone through hell, and it seemed like Floyd Mayweather had not even broken a sweat. So that, that's, what it, that's exactly what it was. And you, and you could see the meme, too. There's a meme of Logan kind of going to his corner and, like, bending over and stretching out. He was exhausted by the middle of that fight. And by the end of it, you know, it looked like he went through war and Floyd hadn't even broken a sweat. And the only cool thing was, I'll, I'll say at the end for Logan, he said, hey, anything is possible. You know, he kind of was doing this as, like, for all his, I guess, his YouTube followers out there to say, hey, if you believe it, it could come true. He's in there and he's oh, fighting God. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> that was his message, I guess. Oh, I, I, no, you know what? I did want to make a note of that. that I, I give those guys credit in that respect. Like, how, how in the world does a total jabroni end up in the ring with one of the best ever? Like, Exactly. That's, that's absurd. Making Even if he only makes a couple million dollars, still, like, that's... Like that—that's insane. And Floyd, and Floyd even even kind of gave him a little credit uh, a couple of days before the fight, saying, "Hey, these guys, you know, somehow got themselves, you know, relevant. Are, are, yeah, relevant. People want to watch them fight, and one million pay-per-view buys. I mean, other people had the same thing in mind as I did. They wanted to see a knockout. Yeah. Now, I, a couple of things I just wanted to touch on real quick that came out of this fight was. People are sitting here. Some boxing fans are embarrassed, which I don't know why. Some people are attacking boxing, saying, look how stupid and low boxing is. And, and to that, I have to say, are we just going to act like we didn't have some of the greatest fights ever in the first half of 2021? Yeah. Like, are we going to act like Canelo and Billy Joe Saunders didn't happen? Are we going to act like Chocolatito and Estrada didn't happen? Are we going to act like Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez didn't happen? Are we going to act like Burchelt and Valdez didn't happen? Come on! Like, we have so much more good boxing left to go, and we've already had an amazing first half of 2021 we're gonna get fury wilder three uh loma's fighting again tiafimo i mean my gosh we have title, so many title, good we fights title unifications all over the place boxing hey, is in a great spot you guys would be proud of me because uh one of my friends at the end of this fight said this is why boxing is where it's at and i was like hey you know what uh, i used the two beers podcast effect here. You guys got me into some boxing, and I and I kind of defended the sport. And I said, "Hey, yes. there's been some really good fights the last couple months," and I named a couple of the ones you just did, Jordan. So I defended boxing. I said, although we had kind of an embarrassing, you know, but spectacle this isn't here, boxing. Yeah, this is just you know, it's not this boxing. Is just, it's just an exhibition circus. To Ocho Cinco was the undercard for God's <laughs> sakes. I know, like it's just for funsies, guys. Like this isn't like this isn't this this is like. If like uh, some, this is like the um, member in, in the MLB All Star Game when they had like the celebrity softball game. Like that's what this is. Like nobody says baseball sucks because the celebrity All Stars are out there like swinging softball bats. Uh, it's so exactly. Dumb. You can you can you have to text me which jerk off friend said that Teddy after the fact. I can probably guess, but <laughs> I, will, I will tell you. Um, <laughs> I don't the think it's anybody you know, but the, <laughs> the other thing is all the UFC fans coming out of the woodwork all the time just. Is, Oh, uh, number one, they say boxing sucks. Number two, they're like, oh, oh, no, no boxer can come into the UFC world. UFC guys would kick their ass. Yeah, no friggin' crap. Like the, those are real. That's why they fight in a friggin' cage and not in a ring. They're yeah. friggin' animals. Like no shit, they would beat the hell out of these. Well, guys. Well, it's just well, it's it's no different than the Uf, UFC guys get into the boxing ring and they get their asses kicked. Sometimes, but it's a totally different discipline. That's like here's my analogy. Yeah. Imagine if someone went to an NFL kicker and was like, "Well, this guy can't hang with Ronaldinho. Well, this guy, this guy can't hang with Messi. 
No shit, he kicks a football. Like he's not a soccer player. Like they're just because they both kick a ball doesn't mean they're in the same friggin' sport. Like what yeah. are we talking about? Like drives me insane. Like <laughs> these aren't the same things. No, ah! no, two two different things. And Drew, now that you and, I, and I like UFC. UFC's fun to watch. It's gotten uh, way more technical over the years. When it first came out, it was just it was brutal. There was barely even weight classes. There was barely even rules. And so many different dif disciplines go into the UFC now. It's really good. I, I enjoy the UFC. But, like, why are, why do UFC fans insist on doing this? I, I, like, to make themselves feel better? Because boxers do make more money, I'm pretty sure. Um, like, the, at, at the top, like, the high ends. But, like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, well, it's because, you know, I'm MMA, UFC fans, they, they see it as, hey, this is like a gladiator sport. Like, the, these guys are willing to die out there. And it's just more of a, a brutal sport, I guess, that they, have, they feel the need they have to defend it. That's why. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but I just wanted to get all that off my chest. Um, what about, uh, how about, how about Chad Ocho, Teddy? Yeah, now look? that you mentioned that. So I, first of all, I didn't even know he was going to be on this card until maybe like the day before the day of my friend. Oh, really? Yeah. My friend's like, yo, Ocho Cinco's, uh, on this thing. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I didn't even know. So first of all, I'll say this. He looked, he looked in good shape. He lost 20 pounds. He was making jokes that he couldn't eat his, his normal McDonald's diet. So <laughs> he, he did get in really good shape. And he, early on, he actually looked really good. He was getting some jabs in, you know, and, and you know, fourth round comes around. This guy, Brian Maxwell, I, I think he, he only has a career record of 0-1. Got a nice shot on Ocho Cinco. He fell to the ground. He got up right away. I'll give him credit for that. And then the fight ended. Obviously, no judges, no, no declared winner. But Ocho Cinco came out and said, hey, you know, this was on my bucket list. And this is the exact quote. I thought this was hilarious because I don't know I don't know what the hell he meant by it. But don't just get out there and be living. Get out there and live. That was his quote to all the people <laughs> out there saying, "Hey, dreams come true. You know, this is a bucket list thing. I want to do it." But I, I'll give Ocho Cinco credit for coming out there and actually getting in the ring with a professional boxer. I mean, that guy was like a bare knuckle specialist, is what he was, and uh, they they brought him into the boxing ring. So, um, yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Drew? Uh, no, I'm excited to talk about the big fight this weekend. Yes, this weekend, our boy Shakur. No. Sh what no. are you talking about? Dude, Lamar Odom's fighting Aaron Carter. Oh God, that's really <laughs> happening. Oh, oh, it totally is happening. Is I think that it's in this Philly. Weekend? I'm pretty sure it's in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Philly. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Um, I'm totally kidding. I'm, we're, it's definitely Shakur. But I, I was say, do you, was... Did you want to say actually say anything about that, or can we move on? If Lamar Odom doesn't knock this guy out in, like, two rounds, I don't even know what to say. Uh, all right. Um, anyway, so Shakur Stevenson out of Newark, our boy. Drew, what weight class? 122. Thank you. No, um, 130. Is it? Yeah, it's 130. Okay. Well, Super why did you say 122? Because like you're an asshole and never get them right, so I didn't want you to feel like alone <laughs> about never getting like never getting weight classes right. I didn't want you to be lonely. <sighs> anyway, he's fighting this guy out of Africa, Nakatila, and um, so this this guy has height on uh, and reach on Shakur. This guy's uh, a little bit known as a big puncher in Africa, but um, you know, it's definitely not in Shakur's uh. Uh, kind of stratosphere in terms of, of skill. Um, 
Drew, how do you see this fight going? Uh, here's the only thing that we need to know about how this fight's going to go. Um, and to your point, I think this may be the first time Shakur's not going to have kind of the height and reach advantage. Although I think we joked that like sometimes we think these guys are bigger than they are, but like Shakur's really only five seven. Um, yeah. Stevenson opponents per round four point four punches. Stevenson opponents total fights total power punches landed twelve point eight percent. Stevenson Stevenson has held his opponents to single digit landed punches in seventy three of his eighty professional rounds. Wow. That just tells you everything you need to know. Uh Stevenson he's probably one of the most promising up and coming fighters. Uh Outside of like his, sometimes he does get a little annoying on Twitter because he's always kind of complaining that no one gives him respect. It's like, all right, Shakur, just just relax, bro. Um, maybe that just gets him fired up. Uh, but he 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 is such a master at distance and ring generalship in the rim at such uh, the rim. Sorry, I'm watching the game uh, in the ring at such a young age. That that's what just makes him so superior in there. Is that. You really have to try to commit to him and and close the distance, but he's just so great at creating those gaps and then capitalizing quickly on the inside and the outside. We've seen him fight a little bit more on the inside the last couple of fights. Um, he's kind of more, I think, earlier in his career, it was more kind of fighting from the outside with the jab and then kind of closing people out. But we've seen him do, at least last last fight, we saw him try to get on the inside a little bit, even though he cost us $10,000 by not closing the show out when he was supposed to. Um, I I think Shakur is going to stop him. I know I know I know he's I know he's not known for being a knockout guy. I think we're going to see a stoppage in like the eighth or ninth round. My pro, my obviously my go to rounds. I think I think Shakur. He was talking a lot about Devin Haney this past week. How he thought Haney fought a great fight against Linares, but thought that Haney, um. You know, he worried too much about what fans were saying, so he went out of his style and could have cost him the fight. I actually think Shakur might do a little bit of that. I think he's going to want to really put a stamp on this fight so that there's no more there's no more room for Har- no yeah no more nonsense for Herring or Valdez or any of these 130 guys. I guess we'll put Davis in there, even though Davis is never fighting anybody that's a top contender. Um, just so that they can't like there's no more nonsense about running and hiding like those guys one of those guys has to get in the ring with him after this after this fight and i think he's gonna really put on a uh an a-plus show for everybody so um that's my that's my take on the fight and again i i you know those stats are incredible that i just read you so yeah they are my my head is with you but can i tell you what my gut is saying my my gut for i don't know why and I, I, I feel like my gut's wrong, but my gut is saying that this guy, for whatever reason, tags Shakur. And I don't know if he knocks uh. him down. Dude, I don't know why. Like, I just I just have this weird – and maybe it's just because, like, I just want Shakur to do so well that I just have, like, a natural, like, like It's paranoia. like the Don, the Don Air fight or whoever that guy was from last week. Oh, from two weeks ago? Yeah, from two weeks ago. No, that was me just writing a guy off because I just – Well, like, everybody eh. – I mean, not you. Everybody wrote him off. Yeah, well, most, a lot of people did. Um, no, I just, I don't know. This guy's longer, he's bigger. Like, I just feel like 
Shakur, I don't know. I, and Shakur hasn't fought in a long time. I mean, not any longer than anybody else, but like, it was last time he fought was in the bubble. I don't know. I feel like if this guy just comes out and catches a lucky one, uh, maybe I I don't know. I feel like this guy's gonna catch something like a, just a random ass lucky one, and then Shakur is gonna dominate. Other than that one punch. Um, not that the guy's gonna win or, or do anything. Oh, okay. Oh, I no, thought you no, were. No, I thought no, you were insinuating he was gonna not, lose. No, no, oh. no, 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 not oh, upset. Okay, oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I want no, no, to get that. No, this guy will actually touch him. Yeah, it'd be good for Shakur to take a take like a you, shot, like, like just like said, Haney. Like you said, this yes, exactly. Just yeah. that's a good, good way to put it. Just like Haney, but like earlier. And so okay. I think I think and because the stats imply that this guy will just not touch Shakur, but I feel like round like two or three. This guy's just going to catch a lucky one and may even knock him down, and, and then Shakur will just dominate other than that. But I, I, that's just my gut. But I, it, my head is telling me that my gut is wrong. But I don't know. We'll see. We should uh, we should cash out our pensions and put put all the cash on Shakur to land the first punch. Okay. <laughs> In the fight. Let's do it. Just get crazy. I like that you think that I have a pension. Oh, oh God. I mean 401k? That too, sure. Pension, four hundred one k, whatever, whatever, whatever retirement fund you have. Oh gosh, uh, it's not much, not much. Jeez, oh, um, nah, I'm joking. Gotta stop. You gotta stop pumping out babies. Oh, you're just no. too much man for everybody to handle. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, hey, there's a good undercard here. On very this. good, very good. Yeah. Um, Julian Rodriguez, undefeated uh, young fighter, versus uh Jose Pedraza. Um, tested is champion. It, is it Jose or is it Jorge? It's Jose. Is it Jose? I always thought it was Jorge. Okay. Oh, Jorge Linares. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. What a clown. Uh, at, at, at how many pounds, Drew? 140. 40, there it is. Um, they call Julian Rodriguez hammer hands. Um, here's my take on this. Um, old hammer hands does not do enough body work to test an actual champion like well he, i don't know he's not currently a champion but guy like jose pedraza i i do think it'll be even uh you know part of the way through the fight but i i feel like pedraza you know as he gets into deep waters will kind of separate himself and take the decision is kind of what i'm thinking so yeah i think he'll win on the cards too uh and this is one of those again I'm a, i know i'm a broken record with this stuff but this is one of those fights that is exciting because it's not for a title, but it's going to set up the 140 division nicely because you have Taylor who's undisputed, but he'll, I think he only has one more fight at that weight class. He'll fight. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Who's his mandatory who stepped aside so that uh, Ramirez and Taylor could fight. I think he'll, have, he'll fight that guy over in, uh, in the UK, get some, get a big payday and then move up to fight Crawford. So, Pedraza wins, then Pedraza is going to be in line for a couple of those belts. I'd I'd love to see Pedraza in the ring with uh with Ramirez, maybe Tiafimo if he uh if he steps up in weight classes. Uh, so yeah, but if he loses, I think he kind of fades from the from the picture. Yeah, this is a little bit do or die for Pedraza. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So that is uh for free on ESPN. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Or is it ESPN Plus? Uh, it's ESPN. Okay, sweet. Yeah, all three, the three, well, both. I mean, if you don't have ESPN, you can watch on ESPN Plus. All three, all three June cards here, uh, Shakur, Inouye, and Lomachenko are free on ESPN. Nice. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, and tune in next, next week's exciting. We got, uh, 
We got a we got we got all kinds of pay per views going on next week. We got Triller's pay per view with Tio. We got some other pay per view in Mexico. Uh, we got the Zones got something going on and uh, Showtime the Charlo Charlo brothers are back. Yeah, well, one yeah, of we'll, them. J- J- yeah, Jermel. we'll preview that next week. But um, yeah, man, there's a lot going on next week for sure. It, it, June is a oh, great month for boxing. Um, yes, oh, I lied. Charlo's not the. Oh yeah, yeah, Jamal Charlo, June nineteenth on Showtime. Oh, it may, I think it's free. It doesn't say that, Showtime pay per view. Next week or the following week? That's next no, week. No, I'm June confused. June nineteenth, Jamal Charlo. So the, the brother, yeah, the I'll brother with that. one tight. The I'll one watch- with yeah. Go, go, sorry, sorry. Not sorry. the guy that they're trying. To, I, I keep getting. I, I mean, the names are freaking exactly the same. Jamal is who they're trying to get uh, in the ring with Canelo. Jamal is a little smaller. He's at one fifty four. Uh, He's he's fighting on Showtime, but I think that's for I think that's that's free boxing. Yeah, um, I will be at the beach next week so at June, oh, on June nineteenth. So two not, weeks. I thought that was two weeks. I'm going June nineteenth and June twenty sixth. So, oh. uh, so next episode I'll still be at my house, but next Boxing Weekend I'll be okay. At the beach, gotcha. If that makes any sense. It does. Anyway, um, all right. So quick NHL update. Uh, if we're on, if we're moved on from boxing, still um, I love the one on skates. Yes, um, ra- the we are on to the semifinals as of tonight. So um, the Canadians swept the Winnipeg Jets. They're playing they're playing tough. They're playing gritty, and they've taken on the identity of Carey Price on fire in the semis, looking to get to the Cup finals. Incredible. They will be facing the Vegas Golden Knights, um, who just eliminated the Avalanche in um, six games, um, which included game one when they benched their number one goalie, Fleury, in in favor of Leonard, and Leonard got lit up. Um, So Vegas... Got rid of the Avalanche. Uh, heck of a series. Really good, good stuff. Um, and then the other series is the friggin' Islanders, who uh, I think won in five um, against the Bruins. Uh, let me double check that. I'm pretty sure it was in five. Oh, come on, app. It was in six. It was in, in six. Um, so that was – they were the fourth team in that division – um, that was surprising, and they will be playing the Lightning, who who got rid of Carolina in, I believe that one was six as well. Um, and no, five. They got rid of Carolina in five, um, which those were good games, but, man, the Lightning are just coming on like a freight train. Kucherov playing great. Um, and you know what? Uh, man, the Islanders, I just – I, I can't so so it's funny because the Islanders were fourth in that division and the Canadians were fourth in that division and they moved on. Um so again, my brain is telling me uh Tampa Bay and Vegas. Because Vegas again, Tampa Bay is facing the Islanders, Vegas will be facing the Canadians, so Tampa Bay versus Vegas. But Number one, uh, firstly, the Canadians, Carey Price is playing. He's hotter than a fox in a forest fire. 
oh my gosh, uh, you know that he can he can steal it. He could totally steal it. And the Islanders, they are playing to keep the friggin' Coliseum alive, baby. And that's an intangible. And that crowd is is insane. We might end up with the Islanders and the Canadians in the Cup. I mean, I don't know what the heck to think. And now that I think about it, these are three Eastern Conference teams and one Western Conference team. So that that's interesting in, in and of itself. We could end up with two Eastern Conference teams in the, in the Cup Finals. Uh, man, the, the, the playoffs continued to just to be great. Um, this round is intriguing because... None of these teams have played each other all year. They've Everyone was stuck in their own division, and finally they're outside of their own division. Canada gave some kind of exemption so that the teams could travel back and forth and the Canadians could have their home. I don't even know if they could have a home crowd yet. I'm assuming that Canada is about to start letting people uh, come come to the games. But, um, you know, tune in. It's 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 going to be nuts. It's That's one thing that... There's going to be controversies. There's going to be bad calls. There's going to be hits. Goalies are playing out of their minds. The Coliseum uh, is rocking. I'm I'm just rooting for the Islanders because I just want our good, good dear friend Al Cooley to have some joy in sports. The guy is a a Mets, Jets, Islanders, and Seton Hall Pirate fan. So that's pretty much purgatory and or hell for a sports fan. Yep. Exactly. Let's go Islanders. Yep. Let's we should. We should. We should. We uh. We might have to get Jimmy B back on here too because he he went to a game at the Coliseum. Uh, I think uh, last weekend. I saw. I saw your boy Teddy. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy B. He was out there uh, reporting live from the Coliseum. He, he was looking studly as usual. Absolutely, uh, and that place was rocking, man. Was he just? He's not a fan of them, right? He just went because he's a big hockey guy. He's a big hockey guy. He's he's a New Jersey Devils fan, but uh, okay. he had a buddy of his that had tickets, and uh, it, it looked like that place was was rocking. Yeah, and Buzzing. he's and AJO. He's our boy. Okay, he's not just Teddy's boy. Why don't you chill with that? <laughs> I mean, I, I I never saw you on the uh, nightcap recap, but I I have been on the nightcap recap yeah, several I times. I just wanted to screw with you. Uh, um <laughs> Yeah, the, but that place is buzzing more than uh, the You Betcha guys after they polish off a whole case of Bush lattes. The boys are buzzing. Oh, sweet, sweet. Okay, um, moving right on to the NBA playoffs. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to set you up. The NBA catch and shoot for three questions, Drew. You ready? Oh, let me get my questions. You uh, I was going was, was to say, I guess we changed this up, huh? Yeah, yeah, we okay. did. Okay, all right. Not, we're not just gonna go old rant style. Nope, nope. I got three questions for you. Let me. Oh shoot. Oh nice. We're gonna. I'm gonna play a game with Teddy too after this too, because since he wasn't able to come on the pod last week, <laughs> on the on our emergency pod. I okay. think I know what this is about. Oh, you're a smart guy, Ted. All right, Drew. Yes, sir. Catch and shoot. Shoot. Can the Bucks win this series, and will they? I think the Bucks can win this series. Uh, the James Harden injury in Game One changes the whole dynamic because I think the Nets and they won tonight, so it's two one right now. They, yeah, Jesus, uh, neither team. No, Kevin Durant was like the only player that really wanted to win tonight. Um, it was such terrible possessions in the last two minutes. Um, I think they're deeper. I think I like a lot of the Nets role players, but that's what they are—they're role players. So. You know, could you count on Bruce Brown playing the way he played tonight where he put in, like, 16 points? Uh, 
you know, Joe Harris was shaky on the road shooting. So I, I do, I do think that injury opens the door for the bucks. Um, I do not think they will win, even if Harden does not come back. I picked Brook. I've been saying Brooklyn's going to go to the NBA Finals before the Harden trade. I still believe that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say no. They're not going to win, but it 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 wouldn't shock me if they roll off four straight here. I wouldn't be totally shocked. I just I don't think they can do it. And Giannis, this uh, this this foul shooting thing is going to make me start hating Giannis. I can't I can't deal with it anymore. Just. Just stop the stop the ten second bullshit, dude. Just catch, shoot, just like I'm doing now. We we all know that you hate him because you can't pronounce his last name. Antetokounmpo. Getting closer. Damn it. Uh, no, I like Giannis. I just this 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 foul shot thing is just insane. Like you suck at him anyway. So just stop stop the ridiculous like stunt that we're seeing here. And you can't pronounce his last name. Antetokounmpo. Damn it. Can the Jazz go all the way and win the championship? Uh yes. Uh I yes. Oh wait, win the champ uh yeah, you know I'm gonna say win the championship. And win the championship? Yeah, I think so. I think that they got so many guys that can that can knock down the three ball uh and make some plays here. I think if Connolly doesn't I I think in the finals Mike Connolly not having Mike Connolly will hurt them. So maybe maybe I'll caveat it with that. If Connolly doesn't come back then then no. Um but like I said on the two for one, you know, the only team that was going to get officiated to not allow them to get to their spots and get these great looks at three, get Gobert in foul trouble, was was the Lakers, just like you saw you know, pretty much every team they played in the bubble last year. Uh, now that they're out of here, I, I think you know, they're going to be able to play. They're going to be able to play basketball the same way they've played all year. So uh, I, you know, I, I'll, as much as I hate this overrated crap bag, Rudy Gobert, uh, Utah Phoenix would be just a super exciting uh, series in the Western Conference Finals, and then whoever they play in the East would be pretty fun. If we get if we get the Jazz Sixers in the finals, I will shit myself because I love Joel Embiid just taunting and screwing with Gobert. It, it'll oh god, be so yeah, fun. that'll be good. Good point. I, actually, now I really want that to happen. Yeah. Um. Although Kevin Durant dunking on Gobert and and, dude, Don, and and Donovan's playing out of his mind. I mean, I and I always joke about how I don't like him just because I thought it was a joke that people even like laughably thought that he should be Rookie of the Year over Ben Simmons, which was just a joke. So I just like have like a little like grudge okay. against him, and, I guess. Uh, uh, but he's he's playing insane right now. This hey, guy is. I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to butt in here, but sure, yeah, Jordan, no, Jordan, do it, bro. Jordan, you notice. That uh, whenever the Sixers get slighted out of an award, uh, Drew has a grudge against the player. Multi-year uh, grudge. Simmons. Yeah. Well, Simmons won the award, so it wasn't even like he got slighted. It was just. It was okay. even the. It was even the notion that Donovan Mitchell was in his league. So and because he wasn't. Mitchell was second, you got a grudge against him. <laughs> it was no. Yeah, exactly. No, it, because it was the conversation that oh, I think Mitchell should have won. Like people thought Mitchell should have beat him. It's like. Are you like Ben Simmons had better Ben Simmons had better rookie numbers and achievements than LeBron James did as a as, as a rookie and LeBron's the second greatest player of all time. Like how are you to tell me Donovan Mitchell is the best is the rookie of the year? Hey, that's fair and, and uh, I think his name's Mike Conley, not Connolly also. Oh, uh, well they don't pay, they don't pay, they don't pay me to spell Ted or they don't pay me to pronounce people's names correctly. That's true. We don't pay him to do that. <laughs> that's right. Um all right. Uh. Third yeah, Utah, Utah 17 to 32 from three tonight. It's just, I mean, it's insane. Clarkson's on insane. fire. Yeah. Um, third question on the catch and shoot. Yes. 
Do the Nets need James Harden to win it all? Yes. They win it all without him. They do need him. Yes. I think they I think they could get out of the east without him and I'm just saying that cuz I'm just this man I, the MB meniscus tear I no one else cares and thinks it's not a big deal I and mean, he is absolutely dominating on that thing but that's such a time bomb that I you know I I, I I'm hesitant to put any faith in the Sixers to come out of there, but yeah, I think I think they can. Uh, I I think I think Philly will be a real challenge for them without Harden, but I I, I think KD is just that good right now that I I think they'd end up winning in like seven. Okay. Wait. So what was the answer? I I, I didn't follow. Uh, yeah, I think uh, no, they can't win the finals, but they can come out of the East. Spearman, uh, okay. Rhino. Yeah, he's Here, he's uh he's not gonna fight one of those uh, De Blasio or whatever his name is uh, strip clubs in uh, Milwaukee right now. Yeah. Cuomo and De Blasio. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the stage, Bill De Blasio. That's so great. Well, the best uh, is when that the the picture you guys sent me of him wearing the Nets jersey. I was like, oh, is that the guy they named the strip club after? That's the guy. It's that's great. The guy. It's so good. Huh. All right. Um. What's this question you wanted to ask, Ted? Teddy? So, Ted, Teddy. Why, why do I keep saying Ted? It's okay. Ted, Teddy. I mean, his Teddy. real name is Elfitra, so, I mean, you can call him by that, too, if you want. My God, you, you really butcher the Greek names, man. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Elefterios. Elefterios. Oh, Elefterios. God, that's right. Elefitros is what I used to say. It's Elefterios. That's right. Good call. And that, that makes sense because that's why you have Teddy. That's, that's God, great. look at that. Um, so, Teddy, big, big time LeBron James fan, right? Yes. So I got want to play a true or false game with you. Okay. Ready? Just true or false. Sure. True or false. LeBron James has been in the Western Conference for three seasons. True. True or false. He's only made it to the finals one of those three seasons. That's true. That one season was in the Mickey Mouse bubble. Yes, it was. That's true. That's all I got. That's all we got. We got to talk about. Oh hey man, boy! A chip, a chip made it a... to the bubble championship. <laughs> <laughs> bubble rings. Uh, I, I just... love that Mickey Mouse impression. That's the best. And that's for our listeners, just because I, yeah, I, uh, me, me and Teddy go back and forth on this concept of LeBron in the Western Conference and what it really means, which we talked about in the two for one. So, just wanted to make sure Teddy was, uh, we were on the same page as to what the stats are here in the West, in the Western Conference. No, that's fine, man. Hey, I still, I still think the bubble was a little tougher because, as you could see, the home crowds are back and it's making a difference in these games that we watch. So, so the bubble was tougher. I, I've always maintained that because there was no home court advantage. The Lakers had no fans. There. Yeah, but None that so and so real quick because I don't want to spend a we ton of time on that. On, but yeah, that's but what this, I but this, this, this was my point. Yeah, but so the the key for the Lakers and the, I, the Lakers may have won it all last year anyway. Um, but the key for them going into the season was always you knew what LeBron and AD were going to do if they didn't get hurt because that was the question yeah. with really AD, but LeBron was coming off his first serious injury the year before, even yeah. though he came back and they were only three games out and they had 25 games to play and he still couldn't get them in there. Um, but the key for them was could their role players actually play well? And they played incredible. I don't know if you, you listened you listen to the two for one. You probably couldn't hear me because I was so low. Um but I read off what those guys' numbers were in the bubble, and then I read off what their numbers were in a regular arena. So yeah. 
I, I feel like them playing in the open gym with like Caldwell Pope playing like he was freaking Donovan Mitchell helped that team specifically more than most. And again, Miami, Miami just was built for that environment where they're all super in shape. They got their 12 packs. So like playing every other day and having to play lockdown defense like that, that's what they do. So but do you think now let's say the, the Lakers were hundred percent healthy. They don't lose Davis or LeBron at all this year. They, when LeBron went down with his ankle injury, they were what the two seed. They were at the one or two spot. Uh, I think Utah right. was one, pretty much. Okay, from let's top to bottom. But yeah, they were probably two or three. Let's say they get they get a top four seed, which is if they're healthy, they get a top four seed. They don't sure. hold a seven, right? And sure. they're probably playing a team like who ended up being Dallas, Luka Doncic. Yeah, Portland, right? And they're probably going to the finals, right? I mean, if if they're fully healthy. Right? Uh, I mean, what I could I could say I if if Jamal Murray doesn't get hurt. I, yeah. I think that's a real. I think that's. I, I think. I think uh, Denver would have went to the finals. That's my personal okay. opinion. I mean, they, um, beat that, they beat that. Same but that's Denver the thing. Like you can't. Ago. You know, you're not. You know, you in the Western Conference. Like it's just not. You just can't cruise through it if you got guys hurt. Like you exactly. can do in the East because you but, know you're not. But I you're think not, if you, they have a top four seed, they don't play the Suns. They at least get to the Western Conference Finals. I think. Yeah, I I, I concur with you on that. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, unless they ended up playing Utah early. Yeah. That's always been the key. Like, if, I think if you get to them early, and Jared Dudley is much of a loser as he is, he's, oh, he was right. He's like, with, with a team like that, you got to get them out of early. The best chance to beat them is early because you don't want them to get into a rhythm. So, but. I'm about to get in a rhythm on this pit stop. Oh, let's, let's do it. All right, hold on. Let me collect myself. Okay, go ahead. Go. Uh, so last week it was Sonoma, the uh, uh, road course uh, out in wine country in California. Kyle Larson friggin' dominated again after I called him out for being a biatch. He, now he's gone on to dominate two straight weeks. The course was fine, gave us what we wanted other than the leader. Kyle Larson won. This week, the all-star race. Uh, this race always kind of confused me. I never know who's... Uh, what the point system is this year it's first time ever in texas it's usually in charlotte but uh, they started doing it different because of the bubble and i'm actually a little bit intrigued by the format uh that's going to be kind of chopped up into a bunch of like shorter races shorter heats they're going to invert the 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 orders and stuff and i don't even know uh who all is going to get points out of this or whatever so i didn't pick anybody i'll watch some of it i don't know it's the all-star race in texas you gotta start talking slower. You're this pit stop's supposed to be a minute. You're getting them done in like thirty seconds. Our NASCAR followers are gonna stop listening to us. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could go on for five minutes talking about <laughs> uh, you know all the their change of the horsepower, this and that, and different sponsors and eh, whatever. Now nah, you're the, all good. It's all good. The, the super speedways, the big courses like Talladega and Daytona, Drew. They're gonna make them slower. The car is slower because they don't want people getting airborne like Joey Logano did at the beginning of the year. Cool. Uh, that, that was that was news that came out. I love it. My favorite part of the pod. I'm so yeah. sad when it ends. I know. Speaking of news that came out, um, I forgot to make a note here, but um, real quick, did you want to touch on the – I guess there's a proposal being discussed for a 12-team – um, playoff on college football, uh, expanding it yeah. to 12. Here's my thing. This is the only thing I have to say about that. The right number is eight. Okay. 
And from there, it's the winners of the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the AAC, the SEC, and the Big Ten. From there, you add two randos. Probably going to be Notre Dame every year unless they absolutely choke. And then you're going to get one extra. So you're going to get a Boise State. You're going to get the Chanticleers, Appalachian State, whatever it is. Or a second uh, SEC team like a Georgia, if that's what happens. Or or Florida, whatever the case is. So and maybe maybe if something's real, like if Notre Dame falls off, maybe you get an SEC, a second SEC team, and then like a Chanticleers or whatever, Boise. You know, at that point, we're talking about a weird bubble. The right number is eight, and you shave off one of the non-conference games. Sorry, all the small schools who are gonna suffer by not getting to play one of the bigger schools. The bigger schools, all your championships now matter. That's my solution. What 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 do you have to say about that, Drew? Yeah, I'm good with eight. I was gonna say, however, I don't I don't even know how many power conferences they have now, but uh, I was four gonna say- or five. But I throw in AAC because uh, friggin' South Florida went on that run. They were really good. And Cincinnati, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati I was gonna say, put was the, like ranked number seven this past put, year. You know, put, so. put the power put the power conferences in there, and then uh, like, but I, as I say, but like, I want four teams that aren't like from the friggin' SEC because I think that some of the power conferences those teams aren't actually as good as their ranking is but because it's the sec they get ranked so high at the beginning of the year that it just you know bloats all of their actual like rankings and strength of schedule and whatnot so yeah i think eight's fine um any let's uh, any number that's going to keep notre dame out of it i'm fine with it being as low <laughs> as possible fucking hate notre dame nice yeah so i didn't like rudy so um i didn't i didn't either it's the biggest piece of trash ever um on that note, uh, Teddy's a big Rudy guy, but really, Teddy, you big Rudy guy. Uh, no, Rudy's okay. I'm. It's not one of my favorite football movies. I'm a big Remember the Titans guy, but we. Won't oh. Well, that's a you problem. <laughs> ain't Keep no pissed. mountain high, ain't no mountain low. Mickey Mouse, we're gonna solve racism. Attitude reflects leadership, Captain. Sunshine. Uh-huh. Oh, um, all right. So on that note, parlay, 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 parlay. Uh, Drew, you go first because I will make my pick on the fly based on what day you're going to go with. I, I totally forgot to even. Uh, <laughs> ha! I totally. Six, I totally. Six minus one tomorrow against the Hawks. No, don't. No, 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 no. That's what you're gonna pick. Uh, the, the nugget. No, I'm going. I'm. I'm want to know what. I'm. I'm reading you some lines since you totally forgot to look. Uh, Nuggets okay. are minus one and a half at home versus Suns. Uh, uh, staying away from that. Okay. Uh, I'm staying away. What you um, got? What you got? What's the over under in that game? Which which game? In the Suns? Phoenix Suns game. Two twenty three. Two twenty two and a half. Yeah. Two twenty three. Yeah. Let's go over. Like it, like it. That's ten o'clock tomorrow. Let's go uh, over. tomorrow. Yeah, ten o'clock Friday night. <laughs> um, and don't don't ha- throw the haterade on me, but uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates are facing the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Brewers have a good pitcher going. Uh, so you know what? Should I run the juice on this minus one and a half, or should I just pick the Brewers t- minus two sixty five? I love juice. Do it. All right, minus one and a half. Brewer, Brewers run line. 
um, which minus one and a half is actually minus 120. So Brewers run line at home versus the Buccos and uh, the over in the uh, Denver versus Phoenix hoops game. Friday night. Lock it up. Love it. Um, and that concludes beer one. So sip any sips you got left, y'all. Let's get to beer number dose. Let me go in my trusty bag here. <sighs> love it, love it. Okay, assume positions. Eleftherios, you ready? I am ready. Three, two, one. I, I have a southern tier... New Haze, Hazy Smooth IPA. Uh, what's the, I think is this an, uh, six, another six percenter. Never had this one. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I can see. See why this was on sale. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Who's, who buys beer on sale? What's the matter with you? Oh, I, because I buy all this fancy expensive craft beer and I was like, eh, I need a little bit more. So I just bought it. Eh, it's I, I didn't even know beers could be on sale. If they're not, I didn't hey, either. If they're not flying off the shelves like the two beers podcast, we got to, uh, we got, oh. we got, we yeah. As I say, we got to uh, start a GoFundMe here, Ted. I think we do. Pulling <laughs> on a budget. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep riding our uptick, and Jo's got to be drinking high class quality beer. Yeah, Ted, we need the good you, stuff. What are you drinking? I'm continuing with the El Segundos. Actually, I'm finishing up the last one that Drew had got me. Remember those 16 beers you got me, Drew? Yeah, you're about to finish it? This is my last one. I got about 47 left in my garage, so I'll have to, I'll have to restock you. Excellent. <laughs> what are you drinking, Drew? I'm going to do another Kona. Okay, cool. Can't wait um, for my, my Kona sunglasses to come in the mail. That was 10 bucks well spent. Nice. All cool. right, well, I mean – for, here, here we come to come up and um, Drew. You, once again, what? What? Go ahead. Say what you want to say. Drew once again won the friggin' poll uh, of Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Um, what? What? What do you want to say? I was gonna say. I mean, you're talking about how you you kept tweeting how you were you were outraged that I was winning this poll or even in it. You you shouldn't even you shouldn't even have been in it. You you didn't you're to not have what? a departed on your list is absurd. That's all I got to say. I didn't like the ending. That's all. I didn't say it was a terrible movie. I didn't say it wasn't good. You I just pooped said, all over it. It's not my favorite because the ending ruined it for me. So it didn't make my top five. It's absurd. I, the ending's awesome too. No, what's absurd even... is that you didn't have the the Dark Knight or uh, the Born any of the Borns in your list, and you they, won the poll. I ch the I feel the movies I selected for Christian Bale were better, all better, and he was better in them. I would have even, and I'm I am even I would have even put American Psycho ahead of The Dark Knight I for a Bale you. performance. I hate you. It's not but, his. It it's it's everything. You can't do. We don't. We don't. There's no rules. We don't make rules on what right. the list come to. Listen, you didn't have it. You didn't have Goodwill Hunting as number one, which is a joke too. Like that absolutely should have been number. I had one. it in my list. You didn't even have those other ones in your. You list. You had it at five. You didn't have it at one, man. Sorry, I, I know bro. It was in my list. Ah, uh, you just you didn't you didn't have the goods, man. You just oh. didn't have it. Uh, I, I will say from the the feedback I solicited for the poll, your your not having the departed in there was why people were voting for me. Well, 
they're also wrong. I and we saw a couple couple guys tweeting us on uh, on the poll. The fact that you didn't have Goodwill Hunting at number one also cost you votes. So I don't know what you want me to tell you. Be better. Be better I'm about and do to be better. better right now. And to quote Mark Wahlberg from the uh, from the Departed, "I'm the guy that does his job. You must be the other guy." Okay. Well, I'm about to do my Loser. job. Here um, here it is. It's going to be an Italian ballad, as per Drew's request. Yes, we're doing it. I'm starting on the second verse, and um, I'm going to play it in the background. Um, while I sing it, so, oh boy, Andrea Bocelli, without further ado, ready? Quando se lontano sono orizzonte, man compa parole, e se lo so se se come, 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 to me lona to se come, come, me so la te se que come, Boats and hoes. Come, come. Conte, patero, paese, enorme, veduto e vusuto con te. Boats and hoes. Partiero. Sunave per mare. Cheia so. No, 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 neste tantiu. Cante e rivo. Cante. Partiro Tsunami Pemata No, 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 it's this time to you Cartieri Conte The fucking Catalina wine mixer Partiro That's it. I, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> I would have called time of death a long time ago. <sighs> Did my best. Hey, your voice is a cross between Jesus and Fergie. It, that has been said before. <laughs> Another job well done. <sighs> I mean, he should be so used to singing at this point. Oh, oh shots fired. Oh. Uh, I, you're all letting me down out there. That's all I have to say. I expect better. Hey, listen, this time I will say I voted for you, Jordan, mainly because Drew didn't have the, any of the Bourne movies on his list. Thank you. Thank you. Absurd. Uh, all right. It's well, absurd. Um, other, other beer two matters. Um, Drew's been begging me to watch this show, Silicon Valley. Yes. Uh, I fell asleep on the last two episodes so uh, of season one. So there are 28 minutes um, per episode. Uh, season one is eight episodes. And the uh, very mild spoiler synopsis is it's these nerds 
in this house, uh, which is um, Stainer from She's Out of My League. Uh, what's it, is his name? J.T. Miller or T.J. Miller? T.J. Miller. Yeah, T.J. Yes. Miller. Um, it's his incubator. It, he calls it his incubator. Um, and so these nerds are making these really stupid apps, but embedded in one is a really good algorithm that all these other like tech companies like glom onto. And so these two competing billionaires are trying to now bid for this guy's app because the algorithm. Um, and the one offers him 10 million and the other one offers him um, like 200,000 for 5%. And you get to basically like keep steer control of your vision of the company. And the guy foregoes the 10 million and gives the 200,000. It's all about him trying now develop this into a marketable company instead of just like a bunch of nerds in a house. Um, and, and it's just the struggles of living in Silicon Valley and separating yourself as a tech comp startup and all this stuff. So, um, that's the non-spoiler version. And it's a, um, it's a comedy, so it's, it's funny. It's not like a drama. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I, I, I guess, uh, TJ Miller I, it was the giveaway there about it being a comedy. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a slapstick kind of crude comedy it's almost in the vein of like a brockmeyer almost in the vein of like she's out of my league um so i i like it um i'm not ready to give it the full endorsement yet you you will season season two these guys really come into their own yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna forge on um it's an easy watch it's it's i i definitely laugh you will laugh if you watch it. It's just a matter of do you want to invest all the time into it. Yeah. I, I'm going to finish season one and, and go through season two and go from there. Because how many seasons are out, Drew? Uh, well, the show's done. Um, I think there's six total, okay. maybe five. Season one's eight episodes. I think the rest are ten. Maybe the last one was eight. They cut it back down to eight. Um, what made you like this show so much? Um, my one buddy, uh, Mike, Mike Dunn from work, uh, told me to watch it, and I, I I saw the I remember seeing the uh, the trailers on HBO, but I was like, yeah, I don't really care about tech stuff, like and whatever, like so I was like, I probably and I didn't really know any of the characters because I hadn't even seen She's Out of My League, and then I saw She's Out of My League and just fell in love with uh, with with TJ. I, he was so funny as Stainer, um, Stainer, just a nondescript nickname. Um, I was like, I oh, let me give it a shot, and from like. Maybe the second or third episode, I was just dying laughing at everything these guys were saying. Because like you said, it's slapstick. You know, ba- Ehrlich Bachman's who TJ plays, like, he just thinks he's this big successful guy because he happened to develop this one and this one company that he sold for, like, a couple million dollars. Um, Gilfoyle and uh, Dinesh are, like, the two lower-tier guys, uh, developers, and they're, like, these, like... Bad. They they have back and forth ribbing nonstop, which is like every group has those two friends, and uh, and then Jared or Donald uh, Dunn um, is just like that weirdo who just like everything he does I think is hilarious. So I just I just just was enthralled by the humor of these guys from like again like the, the second or third episode I was I was automatically hooked. Um, yeah, I, here's uh, also what I'll say. I feel like that weird thing is happening where like you just love it so much that like it's kind of snuffing out how much i would like it independently if i just stumbled it on it myself and i'm just like i'm just trying to like i'm like expecting myself to get up to your level of enjoyment but like 
that expectation is just snuffing out how much I would otherwise you get like it. Again, like you said, what, what I what I love about it is what you said. Like you will laugh when you watch it, and when I'm watching a comedy, like I'm not really worried about the story as much. Like I just want to like laugh if it's funny. And I've probably watched, I've probably gone through the series at least two full times, oh, maybe wow. maybe three. Oh, wow. um, and I just I still laugh as hard like all the time. Like when Eric Bachman uh, goes up to those little kids and just <laughs> just yells, "You brought you just brought piss to a shit fight and smacks the hell out of that little kid." I die like every time I watch that scene. Like I'm like pissing myself. And I think it's funny. so funny. Uh, Ted, have you seen Silicon Valley? I have not. Oh, uh, you need to. Oh, it's on HBO that. Max uh, streaming. Um... You know, so if you got HBO, HBO Max, that's where you can find it. Um, I'll give it against, a look. I'll give it a chance. Oh god, Jazz, Jazz just pulling away now. Fucking Clippers. It's uh, not 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 bad, not bad. Um, so the only other thing we wanted to touch on for beer two is, um, again, a little bit inspired by Floyd Mayweather, and the topic is, and it's not a top five per se, but the topic is. Things that keep being brought back that just should not be brought back, <laughs> and um, there there's lots of them because um, apparently people can't even do original thoughts anymore. Although sometimes they work. I pointed out to Drew sometimes they work. Like Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Yeah, so that that worked. Um, but um, Drew, why don't, why don't you say some things that came to your mind on this? Topic? Um, well, this <laughs> what what also spurred this was uh. Well, you brought you had the idea with Mayweather, and then I saw that Disney was they were going to have a series of a remake of Turner and Hooch. Oh yeah, and that just kind of put me over the edge. I'm like, of all, like really, like we we need a rendition of TV, a streaming TV series of Turner and freaking Hooch. Now listen, the movie's amazing, and and Tom Hanks is tremendous in it. It's a streaming TV series. I think it is. I think it's going to be a series. I don't think it's an actual like remake of the movie. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's leave Joe Ingles wide open for three. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, one of my first ones I had was the Transformer movies. Let's just let's just put these to bed. If if Mark Wahlberg isn't isn't you know bringing you up in in big bucks at the box office, it's it's time to just put it to put it to rest. The first one I thought was really good, even though a lot of people didn't even like the original. Um, the first was good. The second they rushed because the first one made so much money. But then I thought they really did a nice job bringing it home in Dark Side of the Mood. And the two... Dark Side of the Mood? Moon, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then the, the two subsequent ones with Wahlberg were god-awful. Bumblebee was okay. So that like little spin-off prequel was, was fine. Uh, John Cena, obviously. I mean, what's he not great in? Uh but yeah, let's just let's just let's just put him to bed, everybody. We don't need any more. Optimus Prime's gotten his run in. No, I was gonna say two things. One, um, which one was the one where there was the dinosaurs? That was, I think, the first. Third or fourth. I think that was the f- first Wahlberg. Fir- I think that was the first Wahlberg. Yeah, and one. Stainer was in that one too. Yeah, he got absolutely obliterated by yeah, an he alien. Did. He got <laughs> Alien so that was the fourth one. I saw that one in theaters by myself. I drove I remember. a half, to, half hour to see it so I could see it in 3D. And I was so pissed. I'm like, this sucks. And then the climax happens. And all the Transformers are riding Transformers. <laughs> like, like, you were all in. And, I'm, and I just, I, there was like, because I didn't see it opening week. And I saw it like fifth weekend. 
and it was me and like three other people and i just start fist pumping and i'm like <laughs> yes <laughs> robot <laughs> aliens riding robot dinosaur aliens yes and then there was just like this giant fight scene and i was just a child just double fist pumping going yeah and and then i was just happy and i was like it was worth it yes that's so sad <laughs> no so it was sad. great so it was sad. exactly what I showed up for. I didn't want all that other shit. I just wanted to see robot aliens ride dinosaur robot aliens. You certainly got that, my friend. Yeah, that's you. You say all the time, like it doesn't need to be great. Just give me yeah. what I show up for. Yeah, it's true. Um, number two, um, like, ah, uh, shoot, what's the guy's name who does Optimus Prime's voice? Peter. Um, I, you're asking the wrong guy for that. I, I I've watched Peter several- O'Toole. No, <laughs> good one. No, I I uh, I've watched several interviews with the guy, and um, Peter Cullen. Any any time Peter Cullen will be the voice of Optimus Prime, I don't care. I'm put me in the chair, put it on, put turn up the volume. I don't care if it's a movie. The uh, my kids watch those little um, rescue bot shows, and sometimes Peter Cullen voices Optimus Prime injected into my veins love it give him a little little soliloquy little monologue where he could spit some uh some knowledge about the human race give it to me absolutely love it all righty so sorry about that drew it's okay it's okay um what do you got uh two two main thing well one is an overarching category i just want to blast disney um, um, we're we're not gonna have a lot of that on this podcast, but go ahead. Oh, we're gonna have a lot on my end. Um, number one, which I, I admittedly have not watched, but I've heard nothing but negative reviews about the Mighty Ducks show. Oh yeah, like uh, why, just why? I watched an episode. It was not that good. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, too, and and I feel like I'm I'm out here on an island on this, but I'm I'm gonna say it. Um, the all the Star Wars stuff. And not even so much the Mandalorian, but like all the other, like the cartoons and like some, what did someone say? This, the eighth season of the cartoon that we didn't ask for. Um, Bad Batch. Yeah, Bad Batch. And like all the other plans they have. And also all of the uh, MCU stuff, like all the, all the, all the spinoff shows. And now that like Loki is a show, who the hell cares about Loki? Everybody. Like, well, you're not. You haven't. You haven't gotten to the 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 movies where everybody just falls in love with him. Yeah, you're right. And I'm just like, uh, it's just the most saturated stuff in the world. Like, why are they saturating the hell out of this stuff? Uh, I I disagree. I, I I'm I, I, the, I, the I mighty ducks. I expect most people to disagree. The mighty but... duck stuff. I can get with you on. Um, I can't like the Marvel is all the Marvel stuff is awesome. The uh, all the all the all the both spinoffs they've had from the movies have been absolutely awesome. I expect Loki to be awesome as well. Um, Tom Hiddleston's just a great actor, and he's just awesome to watch. So and Owen Wilson's in it. Like they just they just they cast they do the script so well. Uh, yeah, I give me as much Marvel as absolutely possible. The Star Wars stuff, whatever. I mean, I mean, you're you're probably right. I'm just what. I mean, yeah, I mean, without if they, you wouldn't have the Mandalorian if they weren't doing that. So, no, I, know, I, 
Yeah, I, I'm just saying like the cartoons and stuff. But uh, Casey, Casey's gonna give you I, I big know. time it's, shit. It's just that's all... that's that's that, that, just so you know that your little take right here has now cost you his vote for any future poll. So this that's... is why this is why you lose polls because you piss people off. Well, that's fine because, <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm I'm not out here just. Oh, let me look at Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, yeah, this is my opinion. <laughs> no, it's just Mickey, Mickey Mouse just freaking saturates shit just to steal people's money, and it pisses me off. And everyone just buys it, and I'm just like, uh, come up with something original. If you say so, there, Chief. There, um, there's nothing original. They just saturate shit with all the old shit and just take your money. It's all top quality programming. Okay, you're, I mean you're not wrong, but. But neither am I. Uh, all right. My next one is the Resident Evil movies. Are we done with those? What have they had? Five or six of those? I don't know. I, I Honestly, I've never really watched the movies. Uh, I feel I like, like video how, games. How, many, how many times can it be the end of the world? I feel like those movies are... Did you ever, did you ever watch the uh, Tropic Thunder movie with Ben Stiller? Uh yeah, yeah I, I feel like the, at the very you know at the very beginning when they show you like the movie trailers for all the guys, which I actually think is like really well done and really cool. It's like how whatever whatever Ben Stiller's movie was, like the the Ice Guy or whatever, where he saves the world, and it, they just kept showing like movie after movie. They, they make like seven of them. I feel like that's like Resident Evil. It's like is the is the world gonna end twenty seven times? Like can we just can we just be be done with it? It's just. It's just I mean, too much. Sort of like, sort of like MCU, where like sometimes the yeah, because it's all that's all different stories. This is all basically the same premise. Sometimes the superheroes collaborate, and sometimes they're too busy to like you know give each other like sometimes to their cell phone they're, they're out of, they're out of the network and they can't contact each other. You're 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 bringing piss to a shit fight, bro. You just need to stop. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I I hear you. Um, I I uh, I like I said, I, was, I never really watched the movies. I was always a video game guy on Resident Evil, so. Okay. Um. Don't don't know. Um. My only other one I wanted to bring up, and Teddy's gonna again. I'm gonna lose Teddy's vote forever. But um, the Space Jam, like again, just the the sequel. Oh, no, oh Teddy's man. gonna hate the you. The sequel nobody nobody asked for. Like LeBron, just again, just trying to trying his hardest to be as cool as MJ, but everyone knows it's just not gonna work. So, um, and especially after he loses, like. Well, I'm gonna to be too busy uh, playing playing the the the, the, the what the the monsters and uh, the he said he's squad. taking his talents to the Toon Squad this summer. That's what he said. Yeah, Instead yeah, of playing yeah, for yeah. Team USA, right? Listen, we're gonna give him a pass on that, man. Come on, <laughs> are we? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I just thought it was funny how it was like a I, question I don't think about playing. Played more basketball than him. No, I agree. Bond. It was it was just funny where it's like the serious question about playing for your country, and he's like, I'll be playing for the Goon Squad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, well, I know, was fine LeBron's, though. He's not. He's he's pretty corny. We know that. So. But go ahead, Teddy. Tee off on Jordan's uh, hate for for space. No, it's, it's okay. You know, he he makes it. No, he's got a solid point. I mean, he's right that no one really asked for it. <laughs> but there's a reason that it's happening. I mean, I guess LeBron wants to. You know, he follow in the footsteps of his hero, Michael Jordan. Man, I mean, that's yeah, what he's and, really trying to do and, here. And and I'll I'll give it this. I'll give it this. So this generation. You know, Michael Jordan's our generation. This generation will have LeBron, so yeah. that's cool. Like, that, I don't have a. They, and so then it's like, okay, well, should he have his own cartoon movie? Well, then that's just a blatant ripoff. So why not just do the same thing and, and pay homage? You know, 
And supposedly there's a Jordan cameo at Pay some point. Pay homage to. Yeah, I, I heard. I'm that telling you, my my money is that that's Michael B. Jordan, and because why? I, there's no. I, I Warner Brothers would be pissed if Don Cheadle like actually spoiled that for everybody. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So so I'm a, I'm a little half in half out. I'm like, yeah, that's that. I feel like this is gonna be very stupid just because. I can't wait to review that on the pod. It probably won't be any good, but I'll watch it. Yeah. All right, Drew. You got any, any other? I do. Uh. This and this is probably terrible because I'm like the biggest lover of this franchise. We we just got to stop with Fast and the Furious. We we, we have <laughs> oh, to. Oh, good call. Come you know, on, but man. listen. And when, when did you have you watched any of them, Jo? Uh, the first one. That's it. I'm gonna. Yeah. I I think for one of the pods, I'm gonna have you watch the fifth one. Oh, God, the I, one where they're in Rio. That's one of the best ones. The fifth. Yeah, because that like it was really cool how they did it. It was like Ocean's Eleven style, and it really it gave some more life to the franchise. And then six was cool, but then when Paul Walker, God rest your soul, uh, passed away, they basically just made the the franchise into let's just think of the most outlandish shit we can do with cars and tanks, and like now these guys somehow like these characters who were just like you know driving Honda Civics and robbing uh, DVD trucks. Somehow they became professional experts in vehicular warfare and like these crazy weapons and technology and all this stuff like. Like how that happened? Like it just—it just becoming its just bloating the franchise to where now they're bringing like Hans come like well, this Hans is in every back. trailer, so Hans it's not a spoiler back. alert. Can't like wait. Hans back, so things that made like five and six awesome, like some of these deaths, like they're ruining it by bringing all these characters back as they're trying to stretch out the story. Um, hey, so I, I don't got friends, I got family. Yeah, I listen. And I unless nobody, I mean, my my two thousand Honda Civic that's all souped up. Is still in my mother's driveway because I refuse to sell it because of how much I love the Fast and the Furious. But, but like, let's just stop. Let's be fair though. I mean, were you going into these movies watching the plot? You were watching these movies because you want to see guys race cars. You want to see hot girls. I mean, come on. Yeah, but they're not really doing that with like these last couple. It's just like let's just do these crazy stunt scenes that are like with tanks yeah. and bullshit. It's not even the racing. Like we like, and I, I go in every well, every time one comes out. Yeah, when Rock came into the franchise, I mean that—that's his whole gimmick. He's franchise Viagra. He—he uh, he revitalized the franchise. The fifth one is probably the best movie, and the movie's kind well, of well. To be fair, the fifth, onto him. the story of the fifth one was awesome too. Like it not was, just it the was. Rock, um, yeah. but he added—he added a lot more blockbuster to it. I'll agree yeah, I, I go every time one comes out, I see where Reckless, me and Reckless Joe go to see him all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's just I just you know. Paul's gone. Like, let's let's just stop with him. Well, I did just... you hear the rumor that they want to do one with uh, dinosaurs or something like that now? I, I I'm not even it. lying to you. I'm not even lying to you. There's something that came out that said Fast and the Furious with dinosaurs. I can't even. Like I a can't Jurassic take... World like oh, spinoff. Jesus. Before we end this segment, I got one, Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Ghost... Well, I had I had Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Oh. Okay. I was not a fan of the remake that they did, and I don't think we needed it. I'll just leave it at that. What about you? What about what about the other new one coming out? There's another one coming out. But Paul Rudd's in it, bro. Well, okay, so maybe it'll be good. But... Paul Rudd, and I think, I think the main. I think that just I think that just proves Teddy's point even more. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the premise is um, I think it's Egon's grandchildren okay. stumble. <laughs> No, I'm serious. It's it's, a, totally it's Mike, Mike 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 from Stranger Things is the main kid lead I character. Just make new stuff. <laughs> I'm with Jordan on that. Like nobody, there's no original movies anymore. You mentioned Tropic Thunder before, Drew. That might have been like the last 
really good original comedy because the last 10 years of comedy since like The Hangover and all these other movies, it's been just recycled crap and we don't get original movies anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely true. That's why we need to, aside from podcasts, we need to just write a, uh, a script just to get somebody to buy it, even if they buy it and never make it. I mean, how hard that's can it true. be to come up with something uh, something original at this point? I had two other ones because I came up with five just in case you wanted to do the top five, and I can't – I don't know why. I should have actually wrote them down because now, <laughs> now I'm, like, blanking on what uh, what they were. What are, their, what are their, like, ridiculous amount of movies have there been of something? I don't, so I don't many. know. Yeah, def- definitely none of the Stallone movies. Keep those coming. I need as much Stallone as I can before he passes away. Keep pumping. He's filming Rocky, another. Rocky Nine. He's Rocky doing 14. another Expendables. We're getting Keep another pump- Creed, right? We're getting a third. Yeah, Creed, Creed Three is coming out. Pump, pump all those out as much as possible. I, I can't get I enough of those there. films. Um, oh, I'm so mad at myself now. I should have wrote these down because I feel like I feel like these were my best ones. But I was well, really, really disappointed in the most recent Rambo movie. Which I really liked Rambo Four. It was called Rambo. Rambo Four was great. Yeah, I didn't yeah, see Rambo the, the latest. Re- really good movie. That Rambo Five, the most recent one, it was so disheartening because it honestly had zero, pretty much zero point zero to do with John Rambo the character, and it was like, it was just basically a Stallone action movie that was named John Rambo, and like they. Tr- they sloppily tried to tie it into the psyche of John Rambo. And it was all about, like, human trafficking across the, the U.S.-Mexico border. And, and John Rambo had to go help with that crap. But, oh, boy. Like, it was, it was loosely related to his family. Like, someone who was not really his family, but, like, lived at his family's house or something. I forget exactly the circumstance, but, like, not anything to do with, like... Uh, PTSD from the Vietnam War and all that. Like they tried to bring it in, and like it was like, no, like this is, this is stupid, and it was not good. So that was disappointing. No more of those. Uh, I'm thinking of it now, but uh, the this wasn't on my list. The Jurassic Worlds, we can stop. The 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 one, the first one with Chris Pratt, they brought back. Jurassic World was really good. But then, like all like studios, it's like, oh well, shit. Let's let's capitalize on the popularity and just rush another one. And then the last one was just absolutely terrible. So I guess this new one coming out. I in didn't the sum- see two and three. Or is three not out yet? Wait, what? Uh, you mean five of the new ones. Yes, two and three. Oh no, three, three of the new ones is not out yet. But okay. that's basically going to be like the dinosaurs are out and they're running the world again. Oh, oh boy. that's cool. Based on the events of like the zombies, one. but dinosaurs. Yes. Oh, that was oh that was one of mine. Uh, <laughs> no more Walking Dead spinoffs to take away from the main stories. I'm okay with like if they're gonna do the character spinoffs. Okay, like I can live with those. But like we don't need any more High School Musical. We don't need we don't need anything else of like converging stories to finish the series. Let's just finish the series. What about Mortal uh, Kombat? The, the most recent uh, get, a, get us get us way more of those I need a couple more of those movies yeah, those, sometimes it works sometimes a remake works yeah anyway alright um, well guys I, I think that put about put a, puts a bow on all those um, and any anything else you there you want to add that's uh, that's everything else Ed. that's it alright what a tight show we ran here this week how about that in and out on all so many different topics <sighs> so much room for activities. 
Absolutely. It's like, it's like me on prom night. Efficient, timely, effective. <laughs> Opposite of goof on prom night. More, Opposite more, of the goof. More just like meandering. Sloppy, not failing. So, not so coherent. Not so coherent. Yeah. All not right. great feedback. On that note. <laughs> Big kisses. Guys. Oh, really? You're just going to just preempt me like that, huh? Oh, I didn't. Uh, well, I'm I'm uh I'm still in two for one mode where you play seven seven minutes of a song to close us out. The fans love that. Teddy, back me up. I do. I love it. Thank <laughs> God. you. God. All right. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>